place where your love is shared the same For the stories where the hero saves the girl somehow Where the no further friends, the adventure never ends We will save the world somehow In Sunspot's Comics Town fans, welcome to the Sunspots Comics Podcast, issue number 198. You found us, you did it, thank you. Uh, right here we do some recommending and lightly reviewing of the best of the new comic books that just came out, New Comic Book Day, Wednesday, February 27th, and this particular podcast will shrink between the molecules, if necessary. <laughs> I am your friendly neighborhood host, Chris Latore. thank you so much for joining us right here. I know it's uh, there's a lot of podcasts out there, so thank you for choosing us. It really means a lot, and I really hope that the ones you love and the people that are close to you are just happy and healthy, uh, and you yourself are happy and healthy, so that's what's most important. And please, do us a small, tiny favor and hit the subscribe button, wherever that happens to be on your screen, and uh, to, oh, to the Sunspots Comics Podcast. I'd really appreciate it. And please, check out all of our past podcasts on our giant podcast feed. Yeah, that thing is big. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Xbox Live, and YouTube at Sunspots Comics. Just one name, Sunspots Comics. And I always love to start the show with some humble thank yous. Most importantly, again, thank you to you, the listener. Thank you for finding us in this giant sea of the billions of podcasts that are out there and listening to the Sunspots Comics podcast. That means you love comics, you want to find some new comics, you want to tell your friends about some awesome comics that they can't miss, maybe you want to jump into something that you want to just give a chance to. It's all about my love of comic books. That's what it's all about right here at the Sunspots Comics podcast. And seriously, if you're just trying us out for the first time or you're one of our Sunspots Comics loyalists from the bottom of my heart, seriously, thank you for listening. And also thank you to my friend Nick Papa George for singing our sweet Sunspots Comics theme song. We played it at the intro and outro. You just got to check out his solo singing stuff on Instagram. It's Nicholas.Dell. Check him out. And his band, Solution, at Solution underscore band. If you love island-style reggae music mixed with rock and some cool guitar licks, you're going to love the sounds of my friend Nick Papa George and his band, Solution. Give him a try and check him out. And thank you, Nick. I really appreciate it. And also, thank you to our sponsor, Pop-Up Tea. Check out their super giant selection of awesome, nerdy t-shirts at popuptea.com. They've got it all, and then some. It's fantastic. you got to look at their site. Use the promotional code SUNSPOTSCOMICS, and you'll get 25% off of any shirt order. That's right, no minimum, even the clearance stuff. So go check them out at popuptea.com. And now, let's crack a kneecap <laughs> and make a, make a superhero landing right into the sunspots comics podcast issue 198 man i gotta get some ice and uh put some acupressure on that knee man why do i land like that <laughs> but anyway the first nugget of nerd that's lodged ever so deeply inside of my nerdy frontal lobe is the doom patrol tv show on the dcu three episodes are available now i've watched them all uh they drop every friday until the series is done at 13 episodes I just wanted to give Doom Patrol just a quick mention because I'm absolutely enjoying it. I mean, it's weird, it's gross, it's full of just F-bomby language. So yes, warning for the kids. Uh, Brendan Fraser, who I love, big star from the 90s, Google him, kids. <laughs> uh, it's just great in it. Um, he even does like a nude scene, for crying out loud. Um, so yes, very R-rated. Um, it's just a very odd and strange and twisted 
storyline here, and I love it. I love that Alan Tudyk, who's been in just a ton of things, K2SO comes immediately to mind, Firefly, and just so many things. Uh, Alan Tudyk, he plays Mr. Nobody. He's just plays this perfect, over-the-top supervillain, very stylized supervillain and very odd to look at. You've got to check it out. And I love that Alan Tudyk uh, reads the narration and he even like breaks the fourth wall in some of his narrations. It's just very cool and very comic booky. I love that. And uh, interesting characters, odd characters. You got Crazy Jane. She's like uh, this character split. She's got like 64 personalities with superpowers. So crazy. And Elasta Girl, Elasta Woman, who's definitely like a, a kind of a uh, an homage to the Blob. An old movie in the 30s, 40s, 50s. Uh, Elasta Woman. And a Negative Man, who is just like this old fighter pilot from the 60s, but he can't control like this lightning soul dimension weird being that's inside of him. And they're kind of at odds. We don't really know what he can do at this point. But some great character development. They're definitely taking their time. They're only three episodes in. And Robot Man, who's played, of course, by Brendan Fraser, who I really dig. He really has my heart. He really did a ton of movies uh, in the 90s and so on and early aughts that I really enjoy. And it's really, if I had to like pick a favorite character in it, it's really tough to do because it's just, it's a great just ensemble that's put together that just is a lot of fun. (laughs) I'm laughing thinking about it because there's a ton of just humorous dialogue thrown in there and Brendan Fraser just dropping F-bombs to everything that he sees. It's great. You kind of see the world through his eyes and this world is kind of really messed up. And I just highly recommend checking it out on the DC Universe. Pay the five to seven bucks a month. Uh, I think they still have a free trial. Go and check out DCU, DCUniverse.com for more information. But I'll probably be doing a more thorough review when the series ends at issue 13, which will be 10 weeks from now at least. But it's just really, really good, bordering on great. I highly recommend it and just wanted to tell you about it. It's Doom Patrol on the DCU app. Check it out, everybody. It's worth your time for sure. Awesome, weird comic book goodness. And the last thing that's actually floating around inside of my nerd brain is that I'm making my very own comic book. It's called Zombie Destroyers. And I'm very proud of it. I want to show the world. It's not quite done yet. We're still kind of finishing up issue one. And I created Zombie Destroyers. I'm doing the writing on it and the lettering. Please follow the Zombie Destroyers team on Instagram. You've got artist Jordan Hudson at Skablad, S-K-A-B-L-A-D-D, and colors by Caroline Nalasco at Carol N. Art. So please check out the team that is Zombie Destroyers. Thank you all for your contributions to my fantastic comic book. I can't wait to show the world called Zombie Destroyers. And to get a glimpse of it, to look at it, which is most important, it's a comic book. You want to put your eyeballs on it, go over to sunspotscomics.com and click on Zombie Destroyers. There are three fantastic colored sample pages there. So check it out. My comic book, Zombie Destroyers, on sunspotscomics.com. Next is a quick mention of the segment on our podcast called Spotlighting. Spotlighting is where I share some great conversations I've had with some fantastic comic book creators. Check out this spotlighting interview in particular that's on the Sunspots Comics feed right now that I'm very, very proud of. It's a conversation with comic book creator, writer, artist, Daniel Warren Johnson. Man, I was just so delighted to have him on the podcast and humbled by his presence. Uh, He created, wrote, and did the art for two of my favorite comic books of all time, Extremity and Murder Falcon on Image slash Skybound Comics, which both, by the way, have been top Sunspots Comics picks of the week, so very, very much worth your time. Go and get those. That is Murder Falcon and Extremity. 
Uh, we talk, me and Daniel Warren Johnson, we talk about his process of making comics. We talk about how he got into the comic book business and so much more. We seriously nerded out for almost two hours. <laughs> but I'm a super fan of all of his work. He's a comic book creator I seriously highly respect. And I even played some of his metal guitar music on the intro and outro of those of that particular Spotlighting podcast. So you got to check it out. It's Daniel Warren Johnson on the Spotlighting feed. And also on Sunspots Comics Podcast, issue 196, I have two short interviews uh, from this year's Long Beach Comic Expo. One is with Marguerite Bennett. She's the writer of Animosity and uh, Bombshells on DC and Batwoman on DC. And also DJ Kirkbride. He's the writer of Aaron Boys on Image. You gotta listen to those. They're fantastic comic book creators. Check them out and so many others on the uh, these comic book creators on our Sunspots Comics podcast feed under Spotlighting. So check them out. You're going to have a good time with it. And by the way, if you work in comic books or you're trying to break into the comic book business, like me, let's have a fun chat about your comic book right here on a future Sunspots Comics podcast. I got to love your stuff, of course, to happily promote it. But send me a message with a review copy of your comic book to my email, chris at sunspotscomics.com, or message me at sunspotscomics so we can set up an interview with you right here for a future Sunspots Comics podcast. So now, on to the AllSpark, the centerpiece, the main event of the Sunspots Comics podcast, which is our comic book recommendations, where I will be sharing with you what my favorite picks of the new comic books that just came out, New Comic Book Day, February 27th. And just in case, here is your super-duper light, semi-spoiler-ish alert. Let me ring the bell. But seriously... Do not worry. I really don't spoil these comic books at all. I just want to inspire you to go buy them. So I do speak cryptically at times. I don't even touch the very last few pages. I don't talk about the, the cliffhangers at all. I never discuss them. And I only discuss just some of the interesting points that makes up a comic book. It's just so that you can get pumped and go buy it. So, But just in case, a super duper light, semi-spoiler-ish alert. And before I get into the top comics, let me announce this week's artist winner and cover artist winner of the week. Every week, I pick what I believe to be the best comic book art of the week. You gotta put your eyes on these immediately. You'll be so happy that you did. This week's cover artist winner of the week is Julian Totino Tedesco for Daredevil issue number two from Marvel. Follow him at just his name, Julian Totino Tedesco on Instagram and everything. Um, but man, what can I tell you about this cover? He has uh, one cover artist winner of the week for Daredevil issue number one and Daredevil issue number two. I think it's just a little bit better and it's fantastic. The setting, the background, the layout of New York City done in just kind of this charcoal, charcoal kind of etchy, kind of dirty background is in this grayish green tone that looks very cool. And you can definitely tell there was some photo, actual photo referencing material kind of put in there for Windows. Or he's just seriously amazing uh, as far as uh, how he uses a protractor. But anyway, Daredevil's just swinging through the city. He's got his uh, white sort of nunchucky uh, style, you know, what he has to cling to buildings. And the white wire is just kind of flowing all around him, which would be... Very not practical, of course. He'd be tripping and falling and cracking his head on all kinds of things. But it's beautiful and flowing, and there's like pigeons in the background that are just fluttering behind him. And down below where, of course, there's a water tower. I know it's a contract. All Daredevil <laughs> single splash pages or double splash pages of Daredevil have to have a water tower in it. 
Well, there it is. And it's the foreground's all done in this just stark red that matches his outfit. It's iconic. It's an action-packed scene that he kind of looks like he's sliding down on his rear, like, left, or his rear, like, right leg. Uh, his right leg. Sliding down, like, this wire across a building, and the wire is red as well. It's just beautiful. And like I said, it has this kind of dirty kind of earthy charcoal kind of feel to it is the best way to describe it but go look at it that is why uh julian Tatino tedesco you are our cover artist winner for daredevil issue number two it's stunning easily the cover artist winner of the week go look at it now on to the artist winner of the week it actually goes to dale eaglesham of shazam issue number three from dc comics Follow him on Twitter at Dale Eaglesham, just his name, the way his last name is spelled, E-A-G-L-E-S-H-A-M. But man, his art, the detail around the eye area is fantastic. He does, it has to do a plethora of emotions in this, from sad to happy to angry to frustrated to scared, and he pulls them all off. He really has this kind of zoom-in style on these crooked and cool kind of positioned panels that really show a perfectly done eye line. And so the emotion is absolutely clear. And there's very few people, honestly, that do that in the business. you got to see Dale Eaglesham's work on Shazam. It's gorgeous, especially issue number three as to why it's the artist winner of the week. But also the color palette, it is absolutely a rainbow of colors, honestly. Even these evil clowns that he draws, which they're just from my nightmares, honestly. They're like, uh, they're... They're kind of short. Uh, they're kind of like remind me of Oompa Loompas from Wonka, from Willy Wonka, because that also kind of feels that way. This feels like a, a mash of a lot of things. Like, like uh, it reminds me of, uh, like I said, Willy Wonka. It reminds me of of Alice in Wonderland. It reminds me of I Hate Fairyland. A little more modern telling of Alice in Wonderland. A ton of things, but the plethora of colors here are just delightful. It is. Uh, it just, it'll make you crave candy, colorful, it'll want you, you'll want some starburst, is what I'm saying. There's even a point where the uh, evil kid uh, kind of shoots like this rainbow-colored taffy at the enemies, yes. Uh, I mean, at Shazam and the, and the group, his enemies. But um, wonderful coloring, again, wonderful details on the emotions on every single face. And uh, easily, that is why Dale Eaglesham of Shazam, issue number three from DC Comics, is our artist winner of the week go look at it and so many cool odd shaped and positioned angles of panels i love it and then action just bursting out it's gorgeous easily our artist winner of the week check it out shazam issue number three from dale eaglesham and the breakdown this week i actually read and had on my pull list 20 comic books a big week this week and only three of them made it to the great ones recommendation list that's right it's got to be great or i'm not going to tell you about it so I definitely read them all and picked the best to tell you about, which I'm about to. And new number ones! There was only new number one. One new number one that came out this week. And it did not make it to the list. That's right. Like I said, it's got to be great or I won't discuss it. So it was good, not great. And so here we go. Here are my comic book recommendations this week. This is my list of what I consider to be the best of the brand new comics that just came out Wednesday, new comic book day, February 27th. I strongly recommend you go and buy these at your local comic book shop today support your local comic book shop by the way i actually support comic madness in ontario i just wanted to give them a little shout out and hello to owner lee and the manager jeremy uh, jeremy by the way is kind enough to actually draw he's a fantastic artist a variant cover 
to issue number one of my comic book zombie destroyers i can't wait to see it it has like a kind of pink floyd the wall kind of look where this zombie has his mouth wide open and there's a ton of art like inside the mouth the mouth is kind of the framework of the cover so i can't wait to see it please follow jeremy the manager at comic madness on his instagram at skeleton king 82 and again please follow and support and help out your local comic book shops today it's very important so as I said, there were three comic books that were great that I'm going to recommend to you this week. So here we go. Coming in at number three is Bone Parish, issue number seven from Boom Studios. This is written by my favorite horror, one of my favorite horror comic book writers of all time, Cullen Bunn. And this is some gritty, realistic, hyper-detailed art from Jonas Scharf. Fantastic. Bone Parish has... Uh, been a top pick of the week and has been an art winner of the week, so it's definitely worth your time. It's only on issue number seven. This has actually been a series that, over time, I believe has just got better and better. It's like a slow burn that's really gotten interesting. It's ultimately about these two sort of crime drug dealing families, and one of the families has found or created this new drug called Ash, and they take it from corpses. Yes. It's a crazy kind of hallucinogen where you even sort of become... Uh, other people and you see people that you love that look real and have conversations with them like you're right there in front of you so it's a really twisted drug and it's kind of like it's just about to break out and so these two families are kind of fighting for it one that's a very established drug dealing family and the other one that's these new and up and comers with this you know hot sort of novelty drug called ash that's taking over the scene so you kind of in my opinion, I sort of want them both to all be wiped out. Like, I don't want a winner here. <laughs> I kind of want them all to wipe each other out to where the last fight is like the, the head of both families and then they both kill each other and the end. That's what I'm wishing for. But it's an interesting, heavy, dark story that's going on here. And this particular issue introduces a detective that's on the scene that has no idea what she's getting into. And you finally get kind of a really like a likable character here that you're rooting for which is fantastic, smart writing by Cullen Bunn. If you go on long enough without characters you care about, I believe that eventually you kind of uh, maybe lose interest in comics. Sometimes, not every time. But in this case, they give you this cop. She's clean. She's not a dirty cop. Uh, she follows the rules, and she has a, a family that she's protecting, and she's just kind of thrown into the middle of this, this insane drug war and has no idea. And the tension really reaches level 10, when they're threatening her and they're coming after her family and they're watching her and you in the short bit of time that Cullen Bunn establishes this female detective you really kind of you're invested in her and you care for her and you're you're, you're backing her and you have high hopes for her and then they put her in peril with uh, she's being watched they're visiting her house they're they're vandalizing it they're really putting the pressure they're, they're squeezing her to sort of get her in her favor in this drug war that's about to go down so and then there's also <clears throat> this sequence where the uh head main drug dealing family is experimenting with ash and they're taking corpses and doing things to it and it's not working out in the most gruesome of way uh it's insane it's grotesque it's violent it's uh rated r it's over the top it's uh, something out of this world that a drug would have this effect on the human body insane and even involves sort of the spirits that are drawn or seen when taking ash it's crazy it'll haunt you it, it will it'll give you a nightmare honestly <laughs> but man i super enjoyed that and there's a gigantic cliffhanger at the end man which i'm not even going to tell you about but you're going to want to read issue eight immediately 
I was sad that it was over, which is always a good indicator that a comic is fantastic when I reach that last page and I'm like, no! It absolutely happened here with Bone Parish, issue number seven, or number three, pick of the week. Get it. Cullen Bunn, you will not be disappointed. And coming in at number two is our cover artist winner of the week. Uh, and it's Daredevil, issue number two from Marvel Comics, written by Chip Zdarsky and interior arts by Marco Cicchetto. Fantastic, beautiful. And of course, our cover art winner of the week with uh, Mr. Julian Totino Tedesco. Three long names. A lot of syllables there, but he's fantastic. Worth it. Follow him on everything at just his name. Julian Totino Tedesco, our cover winner of the week for Daredevil issue number two. But man, issue number one was a triple threat. It won cover of the week, artist of the week, and number one pick of the week. So it was a triple threat when it came out. Number two is just as solid. It, again, top cover, amazing. But it, it right here, it's introducing this uh, detective on the scene, which like Bone Parish, a new detective that's come to Hell's Kitchen that is uh, very you know clean cut, plays by the rules. Uh, he's not a crooked cop. He's there, and he just seems constantly angry. There's just this aura of anger about him from the way he's drawn by Marco Cicchetto as just always that furrowed brow and that he's just angry at the world and wants to just stop every criminal he comes in contact with and just take them all to justice he's just like a superhero without an outfit and a superpower and i like that he's just he's singular in pur purpose and focus and he is uh, someone you kind of get behind because of his drive and his high level of motivation and his take no for an answer he's just a just well done new detective on the scene and as far as i know this is a new detective to the marvel scene as 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 far as i know so i'll have to double check on that but yeah serious new detective on the scene in hell's kitchen and so daredevil is having a difficult time he's kind of being framed for murder here and so he's going to his roots he's going to see foggy which their relationship you can tell by a short page and a half of their little interlude here that it's the relationship is on thin ice there's still some issues there from things that happened in the last two volumes of daredevil which were fantastic and i highly recommend you read by the way daredevil has been one of the best marvel comics in the last few years absolutely but he's kind of grasping at straws matt's a little desperate here to kind of look for some help because they have kind of uh, some ironclad proof with as to daredevil is the was the murderer when these just sort of three thugs nothing special about them uh gave matt a really difficult time in this fight because he's not quite healed it's like he's still recovering from the events of the of being shot from saving a guy from being hit by a car i mean not shot but hit by the car and so he's still kind of recovering his radar sense is not 100 percent and he got into a fight with these three thugs and it just kind of was all a mess but one concept i really loved in this was that his they kind of discussed and broke down that matt murdoch's radar sense actually makes him like a almost like a surgeon like a very like a, a, a doctor with a high level of precision because he's able to hit and punch and kick and bash people in ways that he knows they'll heal eventually like no permanent damage with how much pressure he hits with or how much he hits someone against the wall as far as the levels of concussion his radar sense sort of gives him that extra sensory ability which is all there it's kind of like they're adding a new edge to the radar sense of daredevil which i love but i love that that's kind of a, a an ongoing thread in daredevil issue number two and that uh he could be a doctor he actually visits a doctor and th this doctor breaks it down and that he's actually healed and repaired a lot of the people that daredevil has beaten up over the years and he was he's just 
kind of in awe that Daredevil knows where to hit, know how, knows how hard to hit, and knows that they'll be in spots where the, the victims will heal rather quickly and be like fully recovered. And that's just, that's pretty cool. I like that little, it's like an extra little superhero sprinkling onto Daredevil's already awesome powers. But anyway, um, but yeah, it's it's really about him trying to touch base, reach out, go to his, his resources. Uh, there is a great scene between the new detective and Kingpin that's just very intense. Maybe one of my favorite sequences here. Because the Kingpin just, he's alluding to things that he knows about this detective, but not pushing too far. It's a chess match, and I really, really loved uh, that sequence. But Daredevil, folks, uh, get it. It's been fantastic. The last two volumes have been fantastic. This one is new. The art from Mark Cicchetto is fresh and different and interesting looking. And Daredevil looks classic when he's flying over all the water towers that are in Hell's Kitchen. One day when I go to New York, I'm going to count how many water towers there actually are. <laughs> or is that just some sort of Marvel, Disney, Daredevil contract? I, that's what I think it is. But anyway, Daredevil, issue number two. Our cover artist winner of the week and our number two pick of the week. Get it. Get Daredevil. It's only on issue number two. Jump in. But here we go now. On to the number one top comic book pick of the week. The Jedi Master, the King, the Supreme Leader. The number one top comic book pick of the week is... Shazam! Issue number three. Yes, it is our artist winner of the week with Mr. Dale Eaglesham, and this is written by Jeff Johns, the master, the mastermind in the DC Universe movies. <laughs> some would say mastermind, some would say something else. Uh, he's a he's a veteran writer in the business and doing Shazam in a fantastic way, and uh, easily easily our number one pick of the week this week. And interior art is so fantastic. From Dale Eaglesham. You gotta look at it. Plethora of colors. But what I love, I think, most about Shazam issue number three, and it, again, it started out great and was a pick of the week and is just getting better, is I think this uh, this week in this pile of comics that I read, it was kind of the furthest from reality and it really just kind of t- took you on this fantastic Alice in Wonderland kind of journey. It really just spent a lot of time in worlds that look completely different than anything we've seen and he really packs the art in here you've got to see like the opening sequence where shazam family and they're all there at this giant master table uh sitting with the kid king and just all of this sort of this food and this feast and everyone just having fun and throwing candy around and people are dressed in outfits and people are having board games on the side and one kid is serving like these giant extra large donuts covered in pink frosting and there's birthday presents like spread around it's just so much happening you'll take five minutes on this opening sequence page alone it's just Dale Eaglesham in his in his space in his sweet spot he's just milking it here and I love the little attention to detail with the sort of legend on the side that tells you who the characters are with their names and shows a little picture of them because there's a lot of characters here there's six characters in the Shazam family from Billy Batson to Freddie Freeman to I love that they all have the names the comic booky names Darla Dudley um, and more, <clears throat> and I just love the time and the attention to detail that's in this opening sequence that is this plethora, this feast you've got to put your eyes on. It's fantastic. And, oh, it also has that 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 feel of Pinocchio when they're lured to that fun island and there is just this hint, this this impending doom that's hanging over uh, kid the Kid King and his, his folly of s- small, nightmarish-looking clown servants 
They're absolutely frightening looking. You gotta see these. They all have these super just wide open eyes that just give this grim feeling to them. But you know they're all being lured into something dastardly here, but it's just subtle and it's slowly rolled out by Kid King. He doesn't want anyone to kind of know what his master plan is early on. He just wants to, whatever is sprinkled in all of this this feast and the food and the presents and the gifts and these fudge uh, root beer floats. Yeah, it's it's a plethora of candy goodness. Yes, you're going to want to get something sweet immediately from reading this. But there's even this great flashback which changed artists, and the artist there is very much more of a kind of manga anime style in this two-page flashback involving just how Kid King, quote-unquote, got to his fun realm, which I think is just kind of a misdirection. But uh, I love the way it's done. The color palette sort of changes, goes even brighter, even sort of more into the pastel kind of look. And so it definitely change, changes gears real quick and gives you a nice little a little kind of journey into this other realm and look and artist. So nicely done, because sometimes when you change artist right in the middle of a comic, it can feel a little jarring, it can feel a little odd. It doesn't here with Shazam, issue number three. And there's this giant map that lays out the magic lands and it shows you where the seven lands are. And with symbols, it's just, it's really done in a great amount of detail. I love, I'm a big sucker for maps with symbols and there's unique looking symbols and shapes that kind of differentiate each land. And you can tell in some of the lands there's there's just some tiny, super little tiny detail. You can see like a roller coaster on, in fun land and you can see in game lands there's like this corn maze. And so it, it all has a very you know, themed feel as to each area of the Magic Lands that's detailed out in this hyper, tiny little detailed art. It's wonderful. You got to see it. There's a huge cliffhanger at the end of this leading you to issue four. Uh, man, there wasn't any bonus material in this one because they spent a lot more time on the primary story, which I totally enjoy. They have been filling Shazam issue number one and two with a lengthy sort of side issue, side bonus material. It's not in this because they spent a lot more time in Funland with King Kid and sort of what's what's his master plan involve. And I love the way it's laid out here. And the ending takes this turn that you're going to love when it, when it happens. And uh, I can't wait to see what happens in 4. And that's when you know it's a fantastic comic book when you just get to that final page and you're like, ah, crap. That's it. And I got to wait four weeks. Yeah, this is monthly. Unlike some of the DCs bi-weekly. <clears throat> But Shazam, folks, you got to see it, you got to look at it, you got to love it, you got to enjoy it. Like I said, such a fun romp so far from reality, you're going to really enjoy Shazam, issue number three. That's why it's our number one pick of the week, and it's our artist winner of the week with uh, Dale Egersham. And fantastic job here, Mr. Jeff Johns. Keep it up. I'm loving it. It does have a younger sensibility to it, but it's not like this older guy is writing young people. He really sells it, and it has kind of an all-age feel to it thus far we'll see if that if that changes you know shazam is known to get a little weird but anyway there you go those are our new comic book recommendations this week for new comic book day february 27th let me lock that comic book vault door there we go please go to your local comic book shop and buy these immediately if you have any questions comments or you want your own personal comic book recommendation email me directly chris at sunspotscomics.com and also to see the Sunspots Comics universe encapsulated in one place with all of my favorite picks of the week since May of 2015 when I started the podcast, just go over to sunspotscomics.com. It's loaded with stuff. Click on the pull list. You'll see I just updated. I have 90 comic book titles that I'm currently reading. Maybe I'm missing something. Let me know what I'm missing. 
Also, click on Top Comic Books of the Week, and you'll see every single past top pick that I've made since this podcast began. So it's all there. It's a nice little website, everything encapsulated. Go check out sunspotscomics.com. And hey, maybe you want some free comic books. Well, check this out. On Sunspots Comics uh, podcast issue number 191, I actually gave away Conan the Barbarian, issue number one. And from time to time, I actually, uh, just as a thank you to you, the listener, I will give away free Marvel digital comic book codes inside of Sunspots Comics podcast. And they're actually, some of them are still unclaimed, so those codes are still available. All you got to do is just listen to past Sunspots Comics podcasts that are on the feed, grab the Marvel digital code that I usually read somewhere towards the beginning of the podcast, and then go to marvel.com slash redeem, punch in the code, and just see if you won. That's right. It's that easy. So good luck. Go get them. And also, thank you to our sponsor, Cryptid Zoo. My buddy Julian hand makes these awesome augmented reality t-shirts that are based on cryptozoology. Yes, there are no augmented reality t-shirts out there based on cryptozoology. It's This is it. This is the only one on Cryptid Zoo. You just got to take your smartphone and this app called HP Reveal, and you put them together, hold them in front of your Cryptid Zoo t-shirt, and the t-shirt will come to life. Yes, there's like a video presentation that will come to life on your phone when you look at Cryptid Zoo t-shirts. It's crazy. You got to look at it. But most importantly, go to cryptidzoo.com, use the promotional code SUNSPOTSCOMICS, and you'll get 25% off of your shirt order. That's right. There's no minimum. So the shirt will cost you like 18 bucks after the discount. So go to cryptidzoo.com, punch in the promotional code SUNSPOTSCOMICS. And next week, tune in for issue number 199. We're approaching 200, can't believe it, uh, of the Sunspots Comics Podcast, where I will have 18 brand new comic books on my pull list to read for New Comic Book Day, March 6th. And of the new number ones, there are 10 new number ones that are coming out next week that I'm going to definitely be checking out. Hopefully they're all fantastic and amazing so I can tell you about them. But if they're not great, I won't be mentioning them, of course. But man, 18 new comics and 10 of them are brand new number ones. So it's going to be a crazy week of comics. And don't forget, our Sunspots Comic Pledge, we will read all of them. We'll read a ton of comic books and only tell you about the greatest of the brand new comic books so that you can save some time and save some money. That's what it's all about. Now please help us out. Tell a nerdy loved one about the Sunspots Comics Podcast. And if you got some time, give us a five-star review and add a few positive words on the iTunes. It really helps us out. If you do so, I'll even give you a shout-out on a future podcast, and I will mail you a small comic book prize package. Right. Right from me as just a small token of our appreciation. So please take a second do that. And by the way, every link, every person, every site, everything that I mention and discuss on this podcast, there will be links on the podcast notes so you can just go there and get quickly to stuff on the interwebs so go check that out on the podcast notes uh but in closing thank you so much for listening to the sunspots comics podcast seriously i know how many podcasts are out there i listen to a ton of them and there are a lot so thank you for finding us thank you for taking the time hope you had a little positive energy past your way from listening to the sunspots comics podcast so seriously thank you now go and spend some time with the ones that you love by reading some comic books together yes it's a good stuff and like our good friend stan used to say Hang loose, heroes. To be continued. See you next week. I don't need no super suit. I'm feeling When I say Brooklyn, stand up. You better just fix your posture. And every hero needs this theme song. So who in here try to start a
is where the hero saves the girl somehow Comics now.